Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. We've been talking about it for a while. Silver Lake, one vote against Kimpy. Bang, it's done. I'd, I'd really like to know who that vote was so we could get them on and talk to them around. What were your trepidations? Yeah. Like, you know, there's... Oh, look, and, that, and that's what you get around a board table. Um, it comes down to numbers, but to have one, one I'm guessing, a prov- prov- province voting against it, um, be really interesting to, to, to hear why. So, mate, if the province is listening and they want to give us a call, you know, phone on, <laughs> phone on in and we're quite happy to talk to you. Um, but, yeah, look, it's, it's done. It's done. I got the th- – you know what? When it came in last night that the deal was done, I, 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 I actually felt really sad. And the reason I felt really sad because I just I love my sport so much. I love my sport so much, and to think what the province can do with a million dollars in rugby league, rugby league is uh, like it's life changing. It's life changing. So then I went. Then I went from that stage. I went, but man, how good is it for rugby union to know now that they've got this financial backing, especially at grassroots, to get on and get some things done. So. Um, yeah, we got some good court. We got, we got obviously another another person coming on to talk about that today. It'd be be um, be nice to to actually hear what they what they can Mike, talk about. Mike Sandal. Mike Sandal down in Taranaki. Roman. Um, <laughs> That's actually his nickname. So he was formerly the. <laughs> I, I, well, I could, all I could think about them was when I was at school, and uh, you used to wear Roman sandals. And I wore them for years. You know, I used to cut, and when in the end, you used to cut them off the back, cut the back straps off, and walk around with just the slippers. Skarks. Oh, well, I had no choice, mate, because your feet were too big. I couldn't fit them in there anyway. Was skarks a thing back then? Nah, nah. What were you called back then? Pinner, pinner. You know, like how you say pinners. They make for cams, mate. Well, we had a we had a bloke, his name was Wally P. Hummer in Whiteton, and he come up with the saying pinner. And and pinner meant like you're really you're really not really it. And you do something like you think you're really cool and, and Wally come in and go, Pinner. Like, mate, that's that's not good at all. <laughs> okay. Right again. Bit distracted there. Mike Sandal is the CEO of Taranaki Rugby now. He's on the show. He's a former manager actually of the Black Cats for a long time. Has been in management for a long time. 
and I'm sure he would have been very proud of the Black Caps effort this morning. But we'll talk to him. He's got a fresh set of eyes on rugby in New Zealand. So Taranaki's an interesting province. They are a champion side, very, very good side. Um, they Parochial. Like, don't no. have a stadium at the moment. Well, they do. Well, they, they do. No, like, they... like, you know, that, that off the back fence yesterday was one of the reasons why I started talking about this model in and around Tier 1 infrastructure and retirement villages because in Taranaki at Yarrow Stadium, um, at the top of Maryland's is a, this big, basically park where they where they house the regional sports trust, half a dozen football fields, and Taranaki Yarrow Stadium, which only Taranaki rugby play on. So no other sport get to go on it. No concerts to play there or anything like that. It's being shut down because of the earthquake, and they have had to remove the stadiums. And the council have agreed, and the rate players are kicking up a stink because they're fixing it all up for these half a dozen games they play a year um, in there. But the whole. Th- thought processes around, well, here's this big piece of land in the middle of the city. Why don't you turn it into a, a, a feasible um, financial outcome like a like a Somerset or Ryman and, and put that in there and give yourself some, some sustainable income going into the future? Because they are white elephants for me, those type of grounds. You know what I mean? And we've got them all around New Zealand. So it is a – they are an interesting province – when I came back in from rugby league retired in 2000, I went to a Taranaki game when Colin Cooper was a, was a good friend of ours and, and watched him. And, and my mates had a box. Doc Fran Prague had the crowded house box and I, and I was invited up there drinking red wine all night and all this. But I'd forgotten, because I'd been away for 14 years, what rugby meant to the province. Mm. And Doc, who grew up with Colin, was given Colin like the – the biggest bagging about doing your grids and get this done and there, you know, and <laughs> the fun for me that night was listening to Doc. I wasn't watching the football, but it reminded me what rugby meant to people in the provinces in Taranaki, man. Their support is unbelievable. It's unwavering and look, they produce a, a extraordinary amount of very good rugby players as well. So we'll catch up with Mike Sandal. Uh, he is the CEO of Taranaki Rugby and would have moved pin. As well for Waikato Stud. Now, Billy Pinn, he's been in a bit of trouble a couple of times. He's a very talented young jockey. He is the exact sort of person that we need to stand up, mature, and become a senior rider. He's only claiming one kilo now. And he is the sort of talented rider that you'd, you'd look at when the Leith Innesses of the world step away to say, do you want it and how much do you want it? So we'll talk to him. Kimpi, you know him a wee bit. Um, he's... Going to be riding at Waverley this weekend because there was so much water on the Whanganui track that on Thursday, pretty unusual, they have decided to, to bin it off. And they must have a drainage problem down there. Uh, look, nobody is suggesting that the track is. <laughs> yes, yes, there is something. <laughs> there is an issue with the track if you can call it off so emphatically on a Thursday. And look, there might have been, it might have been a tsunami down there, but I don't necessarily think it was. A lot of rain, wet, but yeah. There's a, probably an issue with the track that they will be looking to resolve over the next few while, as they're doing with plenty of New Zealand tracks. And um, your mate, Bruce Sharrick, CEO of New Zealand Thoroughbred Racing, who shares in the ownership with Just Ask Me, um, I was quite surprised that they called it off. I thought he might have fought tooth and nail to run it there because Just Ask Me could win a Cox Plate on a track that was underwater, I, th- I would have thought. Yeah, it was getting it was getting short too, you know. As the rain was coming down, it was getting short. So I was really surprised um, that they called it off so early. But mate, that's life. They they they're really but you it's know, good. 
It, it is really good. Now, this was just about to say, like Bruce is really conscious about making sure that the safety is um, paramount out there on the on the racetrack. Mate, if you stand, so you're sitting on a thousand kilos of meat going at a hundred miles an hour, and you and you weight and your weight is fifty kilos. Uh, it's a it is a recipe to, for disaster if the um, if the track's not in order if you know something untoward happens. So, uh, good call, good call. It's still it's still being raced 100 k's up the road in Waverley. Um, and yeah, we we heard last week too that Taranaki have to take their races to Waverley. So, I guess they get a they get a quick snapshot of what it looks like um, for the, for their next meet. And it's good because look, the, the most frustrating thing you can do for people. Owners, trainers, everyone has called things off late and lose race meets for turnover. And that's exactly so, right. So, look, it's not necessarily like um, geographically, it's not too far. It's just, it makes sense. So, Waverley. So, just ask me, Darcy LaBella, the Sharrock special, that's what they're calling it. I heard it, I was walking down the street, just heard someone say, geez, the Sharrock special a good thing this weekend? Gee, you must be listening to SCNZ. Um, so that's what the, that's what the labelling the Darcy Labella uh, just asked me. <laughs> Multi um, Waverley is where you'll find it, not Whanganui. It's quarter past six this morning. So Billy Pin, great young jockey, interesting young jockey. Mike Sandal, CEO of Taranaki Rugby, interesting region, and Craig Innes, esporter sold to Wasserman. Now Wasserman Rugby, what an incredible. Um, achievement by a group of Kiwis that put together a sports agency. And what does that mean for rugby in this part of the world? The Yanks are coming for our sport. And this is a bad thing. I don't necessarily think so Times are changing. All. Times are changing, Kempi. Can't wait question of the day. Oh. We've actually got two can't wait questions of the day. Uh, the first one is for you in particular. The next one is for everybody. The first one for you is, Kempi, you... Um, you you did a little bit of upskilling this morning when I was just on air before <laughs> six o'clock. You actually were you actually were doing some producing in the uh, in personal the development, there. a bit of PD. Yep, personal development. So how did you find that pushing the buttons in there? And well, I got a real appreciation for probably um, what Joe does. You know, I actually the it looks like the Star Trek when you're in there. You know, like when you're watching Captain Kirk and he's sitting on top of that big platform there and it's got all these buttons and everything mm, like that, mm. but. You only actually have to push one button at a time. So, um, yeah, if if I do tend to think that maybe it's time to hang up my boots and move into producing, I probably could do Joe's job, I think. Joe, do you, do you think he could do your job? Yeah, I actually think he could. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he looked real comfortable in there. The, the seat looks a bit small for him, and he doesn't quite fit in the booth that well. Uh, but other than that, yeah, sure. Do you want to swap, Kimby? No. Okay. No, no one wants to. No, that wasn't the question, Joe. You hear me asking all these questions on your radio, giving you the chance to head to the Gold Coast. Five questions for the win, supercars on the line, 0800 150 811, you're mine. It's Quizzy Dag, give it a go. It's Quizzy Dag, now don't you choke. It's Quizzy Dag, who knows the most? It's Quizzy Dag, we're going to the go. 
Yeah, that's right. It's your chance to win that epic Boost Mobile trip to the Gold Coast 500 Experience Flights and Accommodation with Willem and Travel. And we've got a ton of callers on the line today, ready to get going. So best of luck. Best of luck today, fellas. Uh, we're going to go to Jade first. Morena, Jade. Morena, brother. How are you? Oh, catch your point. I'm all good. All good this morning. It's Friday, mate. Got lunch with the boys. I couldn't be happier. Uh, we'll get, get straight... Get straight into it. First question. Which NBA player won the Fans Award for the Assist of the Year? And just so that everyone knows, you've got the old Louis Litt as the phone friend today. And I'm, I'm so good. Uh, we'll go, I think, Stephen Adams threw a big one this year. Oh, just middled it. On fire. Didn't even need the Litt. Jade's on fire. Question number two. What was the Black Caps opening score with the bat? Well, I didn't even watch the game. Oh, you should have been listening. We've been on the radio for an hour. Sorry, boys. Can I have a Friday the... But it's February. <laughs> That's actually quite good. <laughs> Friday the 13th, but it's February. Put it together. 126. <laughs> 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 I see what you've done. I see what you've done, but not quite, Jay. <laughs> That's another grab, that one. All right, we're going we're gonna to go to Ed in Tolaga Bay. Morena, Ed, morena. Morena, brothers. Morena. Hey, uh, what, was uh, the, what, what was the Black Caps opening I score with the bat? Yeah, catch your point. Got that one. Question number three. How many goals did the Black Sticks lose by last night? I watched it up until half time. I didn't listen to that game. Okay, I'll go six. Oh, Carl. Unlucky. Talk on Monday. We're going to Mark and Tauranga. Hey, Mark. Hey, man. Oh. Two-one the score, lost by one. No, I don't think so. Kiss? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna play that because I'm gonna trust I'm gonna trust the kitchen here, Mark. But just hang just hang tight. We'll just get we've got the IT department running a bit of quick research out there just to triple check because you know whenever someone comes through so confident like that, you kind of yep. Okay, and in the meantime, we're gonna hit the Charlie. No, the kids, we're just rolling. We're, we're saying no. We're saying no. We're, we're, yeah, we're, it seems to be four 0 Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Play on. No. No. Sorry, Mark. We're going to go to Charlie and Geraldine. Hey, Charlie, good morning, mate. Morning. Morena. Hey, how many goals did the Blacksticks lose by last night? Clue, please. And that's it. It's 4 when you said 4-0. I love a clue. Yep, that's it. You got it. 4-0. Oh, great. Good work. Yep, that was your clue. You got it. <laughs> oh, kids, were you on it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was just talking oh, to you. Oh, talk, no. talk, talk about phone. Talk about phone a friend. Yeah, four nil. That's Brett, okay. I'm happy Brett, with it. <laughs> Brett, can you call in and give kids a spray? Gee, the kitchen's burning. All right. All right. Who leads Super League rugby in meters carried? Oh, Super League. No, no, no Super no, no, no. rugby. Super rugby. <laughs> Rugby, we'll go uh, Will Jordan. Oh, I had to be. Had to be. Gee, yeah, he's the best player in Super Rugby at the moment. 
All right, and to get yourself in that uh, fantastic Goldie 500 draw, out of all time, out of out of the all time top ten goal scorers in the EPL, that's the English Premier League. How many aren't English? That's aren't. On English, oh mate, got to be a stab at seven. Ooh. And do you know what? I said six, and I thought it would be about that. Uh, I, I'll tell you what. Here's my clue. Um, who we got up next, Kimpy? Uh, we're going to Taaki. A new call, I think. Morena, Taaki. Morena, Morena. Is this your first time on the on the show? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, and you found yourself a one-question shootout to head to the Goldie 500. Uh, question is, Kempe? The question is, out of the all-time top 10 goal scorers in the EPL, how many aren't English? And Louis is going to give you a little bit of a, a tip here. Uh, look, it was way less than I thought. And I don't know if you, you know much about oh. Tony Kemp, but his favourite number would be this times three. Times three. Uh, so out of ten, I'm just gonna go three. Oh! <laughs> you talk too much, Louis. I'm sorry, Bo. Nah, it ain't that. It ain't three, but someone's gonna work it out. We're gonna go to Luke and Dunedin. Hey, Luke. Out of the all-time top ten goal scorers in EPL, how many aren't English? And Louis gave you the answer two. then. Two. Good work, Luke. Well done, mate. You're going to the draw. Man. That fantastic draw to go to Goldie 500. Well done. Tiaki, you've got to call back again. First time, you get a one-question shootout. You missed by one. Luke, well done to you, mate. You're sharp as always. Somebody's heading to the Goldie 500. All you got to do is play Quizzy Dag and win Quizzy Dag to go on the draw. Uh, Izzy, today, off to get the screws out of his feet. So he'll be on the way to the hospital. Morena, to you, Is We'll catch up later. One of New Zealand's leading rugby and league play agencies, Esportif, has been acquired by their global American behemoth, Wasserman, a company founded by some great Kiwis passionate about sport in this part of the world. Craig Innes, postman, former All Black, former league player, a founding director of Esportif, is with us now, Morning a postman. Hey, Kiwi boy, how are you, mate? Yeah, mate, didn't get you out of bed, did I? <laughs> uh, no, mate, no, you got to be... Uh, <laughs> been for be your run, eh, post? You've been for a run. Early, early bird and wounds, mate, you know how it is. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I do, I do. Anyway, mate, tell us about the Wasserman deal. It's all done and dusted, and what does that mean for Esportif? Uh, Esportif, yeah, mate, yeah, re- really exciting, actually. You know, it's uh, it's a it's a great opportunity for us, and um, but yeah, so what Wasserman, not a, not a, a well known uh, company in this part of the world, um, given that um, you know we're, we're we're pretty much rugby rugby dominated, whether it's rugby union, rugby league, and 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 you know those those kind of sports down here, but. But but certainly in the states and up in up in um, up in Europe, you know they're they're a massive massive player, um, both in, in in sports, talent, um, music, brands, and property. You know, so and I, just to give you a little bit of a feel, I guess Kempe, I mean, you know, on the sports side of things and basketball, you know, clients like Steve Adams, Russell Westbrook, you know, PGA, for instance, you know, um, since 2015, uh, Wasserman clients have won 45 events. On the uh, on the PGA, you know, uh, the last Olympics, thirty odd um, medalists uh, represented by Wasserman. So you know, it's a real beast, and um, you know, 
looking at the music side of things, it's 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 just as big, you know, clients like Ed Sheeran, Coldplay, Drake, it just goes on and on. So Free um, tickets, here we know, go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we sh- I should at least be good for the odd uh, concert ticket now and again, I guess, but nothing else. But <laughs> But um, but you know it's 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 a it's a great opportunity for us, and, and I'm really excited for for our clients, who I think will will you know certainly benefit from, you know the the, the resource that, that that comes with that the you know the IP and and just the opportunities and and, and our staff you know the the, the agents and um, you, you know I mean there's talk you know already of of you know crossover between the you know the different sports agents kind of getting together and and sharing ip and um you know things like that which are just invaluable um and so for, for us mate in this part of the world you know as far as uh growth plans um you know having this type of resource behind us it's 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 um it's it's, it's going to be great and it's it's just really exciting Craig, it's Louis here, mate. Hey, congratulations, first of all, to you and all your partners. Like, it's uh, it's a pretty cool Kiwi success story, if you ask me. Anytime any business in any industry gets acquired by a, a behemoth the size of Wasserman, uh, you've done something right. Could you just give us a, a bit of context about what you would built with eSportif and where you've left it to the point that it has been snapped up by these guys? Yeah, it's, yeah actually, mate, it's, yeah, um, Kempe is actually right across it. So Bruce Sherrick and I, um, you know, twenty odd years well, twenty years ago pretty much on the dot actually. Um, Kempy introduced me to, to Bruce Sherrick and uh, a good mate of his and I didn't know Bruce really well at that stage, but you know, I was coming out of a rugby career, you know, wondering what the hell I was gonna do and, and Bruce was here already helping um you know, I think we might even help Kempy a little bit with uh, with a few things. Um and we got together and um, you know, we we both had an interest in and, and getting a uh, you know a rugby agency together and you know I had a few ideas after coming out of a professional rugby league career rugby union was just starting to kind of get into into that professional era and um, and so off we went you know we we started off sitting around his uh, his um, dining room table and you know with a couple you know, got a couple of clients and that kind of grew from there and you know then we were lucky enough to to meet people like you know Duncan Sandland and the, Who's a, who was a Kiwi based up in the UK, and you know, he introduced us to people like you know Peter Kenyon, who was at one stage um, CEO at Manchester United, and and then went down to Chelsea and, and and CEO down there. So you know we've been very lucky with the people that we've met along along the way, and um, and, and we just the other thing is we've just been really lucky with the staff. You know we've always had you know really passionate um, staff who, who you know at the end of the day it's it's about servicing um, clients and, and you know there's a real duty of care when you you know you've, you're dealing with you know young rugby players and you know the contracts and moving them around the world and stuff like that so so yeah it's 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 been quite incredible really and you know kind of to get to this point now where you know we join a uh, you know a big company like um, like Wasserman um, you know but but along the way you know I'm certainly pretty proud of what we've achieved to this to this point and, and, and the type of service that we've uh, been able to offer our clients has been uh, been superb. Hey, Poe, so is, it becomes Wasserman or, or do you retain your, your name? No, so we, you know, we, we, we now become Wasserman Rugby. So um, they, they acquired us to be their, their rugby arm um, around the world. So, uh, you know, and it's not just, you know, I've got to mention too, you know, I'm, I'm talking about our story here in New Zealand, but, but you know we've we've um, we've 
grown this co- this company to be, you know, pretty much based in all of the rugby playing territories around the world. Um, you know, so our clients include South Africans and, and you know Irish players and Welsh and English and so you know um, it's um, it's 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 become a little bit of a rugby beast in itself. And um, but but the great thing is that um, you know um, we stuck to our knitting and you know we we could have I guess ventured out into other sports and we thought no no we'll, we'll just concentrate on 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 rugby union. And in uh, rugby league, and, and um, you know the rugby league side of things has certainly taken off over the last few years, especially, and it's an it's an area that we really want to grow. So, uh, you know, with the likes of Wasserman behind us, um, yeah, we'll do Oyster really. Hey, Post, I've just got a question. Like, mate, fantastic story, um, and and it's been great to be a part of uh, yours and yours and Bruce's journey as well with Esportif. So, from a player's perspective, um, I've had to think about. This, what does this actually mean from a player's perspective? One of the things that I've thought about is that if you're a player now and you went to um, wasn't in rugby, okay, and they they looked after you, straight away your social impact goes what a hundredfold with the with the injection of Wasman and all the sports that they got. Is that a benefit? Do you see? Yeah, well, yeah, I do, Kempi. I mean, and and you know, certainly. Um Depending on where you are in your in your progression, um, it's really going to, I guess, determine what kind of um, you know uh, opportunities are going to come through this. I mean, um, certainly for the big boys, you know, you know, um, what's someone dealing with 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 major major brands around the around the world, you know, um, and and so there's those types of opportunities that come up, you know, and and that. I think we'll be able to take advantage of, but you know, for the for the young guys coming through, um, you know, I think it's just, if nothing else, just the extra resource that you know we will be able to, you know, have people, extra people on the ground looking after them, you know, things like that, um, which I think will be, which will be, um, you know, which is really important. You know, one of the big things is you know the logistics of moving players and their families around the world, and um, you know, having people on the ground. Which we do at the moment, but be able to kind of, you, you know, I guess put, put put more people on the ground and and um, yeah, things like that will be really important. Hey Craig, I find this involvement from America, and I know Wasman is. I think I just looked at the website yesterday. There's I don't know about 14 different territories around the world, and we're talking about the biggest cities in the world. So it's not just American, but I find America's involvement with rugby and our sports really interesting at the moment. No doubt yesterday you would have been across the Silver Lake deal. They've got World Cups in 31 and 33. Is that an intentional play by Wasserman, do you think, to get involved at the start of this decade and make sure they are big rugby players, seeing rugby as a sport that has huge growth area? Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I, I mentioned a couple of days ago in one of the articles that... Uh, you know, you know, with private equity coming into the game like it has, um, you know, the the World Cup you know, in the states, I think the men's uh, won 2031 and then women's in, uh, 33. You know, they've got the MLR up and running over there, which is a little bit of a slow boom, but it's just, you know, it's growing and growing. There's a lot of money in behind that, and and um, it's not going anywhere. So, so certainly, I think you know, the likes of a Wasserman set up and 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 see this all got kind of going on and 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 I guess it's like I've said it's it's a, it's a bit of a coming of age for rugby as a sport as well you know when you get like a a company like this 
uh, taking notes. So, um, so there's absolutely no no doubt that it's a strategic play by them. Well, us now, I guess. Yeah, mate, <laughs> us. Yeah, that's right. You're Wasman. It's Ed Sheeran and Richie Moonga singing a duet together. Oh, that'd be that's good. That's I can it. see that. You know, you know what that. I mean. Yeah. Next time he's down, and I'll be just sitting in the grandstand with those free tickets. Hey, post before I let you go, mate. Be remiss of me not to ask you about Manly and the Warriors this weekend. Team, you're an old Manly boy, winning a grand final and uh, watching them run around this weekend. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, well, both both teams are, um, you know, certainly playing for for a bit, aren't they? You know, it's it's um, it hasn't been a great start for either team, really. So, um, you know, I mean, mate, my my heart's really got to with 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 Manly, um, but um, but uh, yeah, it's a hard one to pick. But um, I'll 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 be picking Manly to get it, mate. <laughs> of course you were, mate. Well, and who wouldn't back you, mate, when you've just signed the. A, a... $35 billion deal with Wasserman. Oh, easy on. I'm easy on, on, mate. I'm on. Easy. Hey, Postman. Hey, uh, good to talk to you and you and uh, and your lovely wife, Belinda, too. Thanks for uh, sending through the messages. All the best. Uh, I know you're building that big fudder down there in, in Hawke's Bay with a spare block of uh, flats for me and Louie to come down and visit Jack, one day. No, it'll be Smithy. If you're, if you're anywhere near Craig, your range, you'll, Smithy will be your next-door neighbour. I'm sure he'll be knocking on your yeah. door. Come down to Turks for a couple of pints and trade some of those lovely Pinots. <laughs> Always, always welcome, boys. Always welcome. Awesome, Post. Go well, mate, and uh, well done. Yeah, congratulations, Craig. Okay, mate. Thanks, guys. Catch there, you. there you go. Awesome. What a result. Seriously, congratulations. Um, it's a. I'm not kidding. Across any industry, if you're getting snapped up by a brand like Wasserman, Wasserman itself, fascinating story. Uh, the guy who founded it, it, I forget his name, but years ago now, decades ago, his granddad was even one of the first kind of celebrity agents out in LA. Mm. Looked after presidents, um, famous, like the old school famous LA, like the world's first celebrities, really. You know, some of those like well, glitz, the, the first Hollywood celebrities. So it's Frank Sinatra. A, Frank Sinatra, that's right. Family business. Um, and... Yeah, to see where it's grown to now, and, and I looked, and when I looked at the news, the news tab on the website, Wasman acquires, Wasman acquires, Wasman acquires, Wasman merges. It's just like Acquisition City try and build their profile in rugby. It's growing. One question for me, Kempi, Carl Malone. We know why he was called the postman or the delivery man because he always yeah, he, he always, always delivered. delivered. And that's what was, they, that, was that Posty? That's exactly right. And that's I remember watching Posty for the first time. Like me and Posty, are good mates. You know, we we got to be really good mates when we were playing together up in the, in the UK. And um, I first saw Posty as a 17-year-old running around an athletic park down in Wellington. I was living down there and, and went to watch Auckland play Wellington one day. And Johnny Schuster was running around in the centres for Wellington and, and Posty was on the wing as a 17-year-old. I think it was a left wing, um, if my mind serves me correctly. And I, it was just inspirational because I was the same age and I was playing rugby league and I was thinking... You know, that was the day of the great All Blacks, you know, for me, the the, the Grant Foxes and, and the Michael Joneses and all them guys. And I was watching a seven-year-old kid who was sort of built similar to me, sort of played similar, and looking at him going, man, in, in my head, I was going, I want to be like Posty, you know what I mean? And then as our careers sort of merged together, I got to got to play alongside him, got to know him really well, and, and he's just a good bloke, mate. So, you know, like you said, 20 years ago, who would have thought 
um, today after introducing them to my best mate Bruce um, that they would be merged alongside Wasserman. It's pretty ins- it's pretty aspirational and inspirational story to be honest. That sort of um, yeah, it's really really cool. I tell you one man who would have been really proud to see the boys fight back this morning in the early hours. Well, it's a man who had a lot to do with the Black Caps in a former life. He's now the CEO of Taranaki Rugby. It's Mike Sandal, former manager of the Black Caps. And we're talking Silver Lake because yesterday was a historic day for New Zealand rugby. The Silver Lake deal has been passed. We can move forward now. And the real work starts. Where do you spend this money? How do you make sure you safeguard the game and get the legacy of our national sport right? Mike Sandal's on the line with us this morning. Morning, Mike. Morning, guys. How are you? Yeah, really well. How are you doing? Uh, yesterday's result, uh, a great one for Taranaki in particular, and, and I'm sure you would have been happy. You, you, would have, you weren't the one that voted against? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it's going to be the great unanswered question, isn't it? Um, no, certainly we weren't the one down here. And uh, no, I think it is a really good day, and it's um, you know been a couple of years in the making, um, and it's taken time, but I think it was certainly, certainly worth the extra time to, to make sure that it's been a pretty good deal, and it's exciting for, for places such as Taranaki. Mike, what does it mean for, for provinces like Taranaki and the clubs, this this deal that got signed off yesterday? Yeah, I think it means uh, we can really, we can really um, look at our community game and some initiatives around uh, the community aspect of it. And, you know, it's, we're probably you know not immune to it down here like everybody else around the country around participation and... Um, you know, club health and, and things like that. Uh, so I, I think it's really good, as uh, Louis just said, the work starts now. And, you know, it's looking at uh, what our plans are going to be um, and really being able to invest um, back into our, our local game, which is, yeah. which is pretty exciting. You're new into your role. Is this going to add extra work or are you looking forward to it? I'm looking forward to it, actually. Like, um, one of the one of the reasons coming back here, Kempi, was... Um, I was always looking for an area where I'd come back and contribute locally to the local community. Uh, and I didn't really know what it was going to look like. You know, I'd been with cricket for, you know, just over 10 years. And um, for the last 12 months, I was looking for opportunities to come back to Taranaki. It's a, it's a pretty cool place to live, as you know. And, um, yeah, the job obviously came up here. And one of the things that excited me about it was the opportunity to link um, back in the community. And, and it's nice to be back where it all started so it does excite me and I'm looking forward to the work Hey Mike um, Izzy's off getting surgery today on his foot I know that you've had prior experience with Izzy and injuries from, oh. from way back in the day when he had a broken wing was it? Yeah yeah like yeah I've, I had the pleasure of managing Izzy um, back in 2007 when he was in the under 19s and uh, playing a world championship over in, over in Belfast of all places and yeah Izzy Izzy injured his wing, I think, in the, one of the quarterfinals, and um, he was out, so we had to keep him on. Uh, we didn't send him home, but he did a fine job of uh, organising an end of tour party. So, yeah, it's good to, I hear he's injured again, is he? Uh, he is injured again, and, and look, nobody is shocked yeah. by the fact that he's injured again or he was organising the party, but the, the point of the, where I'm trying to get to here is I think you're probably quite unique as far as a CEO goes in rugby, because in your prior jobs, you have had a lot to do with players um, in rugby and then obviously managing the black caps side. So does that give you a bit of extra context and understanding of how the Silver Lake deal will impact both the professional players and the community? Yeah, I think it does. You know, And one thing I've seen is, Professional players, they still love going back and the opportunities they can. It doesn't happen very often, but they love the opportunity to go back and link back into their local community. And that doesn't matter if it's a rugby player 
or a cricketer, you know, they love going back and playing uh, the old game for the local club. You know, someone like Trent Bolt, he takes great pride in, you know, playing a game for Otomodai, um, you know, every year. And you look at uh, you look at Baz, you know, he's um, back playing for Matamata, you know, he's pulled boots on and I think plays for the bees there. And, um, you know, and, and I think that's, that's fantastic. So I think, you know, everybody remembers where they started. And uh, you've always got to remember that, I think. And, and even, I think, yourself, Kempi, you know, like, um, I know you've done some great things down here, you know, trying to reinvigorate the league uh, down here as well, the Tony Kent Cup. And, um, and you know, so it just shows that, you know, you get people get to the elite level and they are still connected to the local community. So I think that's pretty special and I'm no different. Yeah, that's awesome. Our oh, communities are the at the at fundamental at the at what I'm trying to do um, in giving back because that's where it all started uh, for me. Just on the on the I guess the future of rugby union down in Taranaki, you've got I guess the stadium being rebuilt and and the the rebuilding of clubs. Mike, what is what is the stadium? What status is the stadium at at the moment? So there's a tinge of green there, Kempi, so we can see the grass has been sown. Yeah. Um, and uh, so yesterday that popped up. But the big obvious thing for us is the is the stand. So it's going to be the uh, the Western stand on the um, the West Town shop side there. That's uh, almost due to be completed. So we're going to play our first two games at Bookie Park um, against Northland and Canterbury. And what then a our spot. first game at home. Yeah, that's, that's pretty special, that. Um, it's going to be Waikato uh, at the stadium. And that game, like twentieth of September, um, we're playing back there. So, so that's obviously going to be a big one we're aiming for. And I think the yeah, local everyone, you know, locally is pretty happy that we're going to be back playing in the plus. Um, although, you know, you look at the Inglewood Rugby Club; they did a hell of a job hosting us. And what's been some pretty tough times down here the last few years since we lost our stadium. So, it's going to be nice to be back at our spiritual home. Something we were kicking the tyres on yesterday, being a bit presumptuous about the uh, vote going well towards the way it did, when it was probably more emphatic than we thought, was provinces working together with this investment and maybe looking more long-term than trying to... I know balance sheets need to be equaled out and immediate financial relief is a lot of provinces and Heartland provinces in particular want to get it straight back into the community. But trying to use this investment opportunity more long-term and safeguarding the game for, let's say, three, four decades ahead, and whether that's investments and other things outside rugby, um, infrastructure, that sort of thing. Have you thought much about working with other provinces and pooling some of that investment? Yeah, not so much about... Um, as I say, there's a lot of work to be done, not so much around pooling. Like, yeah, we do work a lot with um, the other provinces, and, and one thing that's heartened me since I've come in is um, all the other CEOs from... The other provincial unions, you know, they've there's a really good network. Uh, we all we all have the same issues, um, and you know, we freely share ideas and, and talk about issues in our local community, and, and you pick things up from other other areas as well. So that's really heartening. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely do. Uh, Louis, think there's you know um, you can collaborate. I think collaboration is pretty important these days, and, um, and even locally, just working with other with other codes and um, you know. I think the other thing too you got to remember is that everyone's looking for sustainable success and uh, sustainability going forward. So, you know, it's obviously nice to get this cash injection. Um, as I say, there's a lot of work to be done to make sure that it's used wisely um, and that, uh, you know, we all leave the place um, hopefully in a better spot than what it was, um, you know, currently. Uh, yeah. 
Hey, just on this collaboration and, and working with other codes, um, one of the initiatives that I put down there, you, you're probably well aware of it, is taking rugby league into summer, rolling into the rugby season so that all the boys that are playing rugby can play league and go into the rugby mm. union fit. And after two years, Clifton, for instance, have thrown all their players down to us in Waitara, so we're getting their boys fit. They see the benefit in that. The other part of that, Mike, is the clubs, and we're doing our clubs up. As you know, Waitara have the probably the second best lights in the in the province. Do you see yeah. Taranaki Rugby Union and this collaboration with other codes, for instance, using the lights, using our club rooms that we're doing up at the moment, as a way forward um, where you where, where there are facilities that are just sitting there empty that you could utilise? Oh, definitely. Yeah, like I'd, I'd see no point in you know. Um, doubling up on, on facilities and expenses for, for all codes. So I think the more you can actually collaborate and work together, I think that would be that would be really good. And you know, even one thing, uh, Kempi is, I'd, you know, going forward when the stadium's all fully set up here, you know, I'd love to see, you know, all the overall codes say working out of um, out of that uh, sports building or something like you know, so we're all together and um, you know, so you got touch league uh, rugby. Um, and I think the other thing too is the stadium. You know, hopefully it's a true multi-use stadium, so that you know you can have everything from your your football finals to your league finals day, um, you know, your rugby finals, and, and make it a really community event the way it used to be. I remember, you know, obviously mm. you remember too, um, back at Rugby Park when it was, uh, you know, I remember you know the league coming and have their final days in there, and and it's actually you got a lot of people from other codes go and watch because it was a good day, good afternoon to. Uh, to go and see local fellas bashing each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And that's everywhere around New Zealand. Hey, Mike, we'll let you go, yeah. but um, Kempe's a little bit confused, and we don't hold it against him, <laughs> but somehow somehow he has come out with the, the realisation that he supports the Blues in Super Rugby, which I find quite disturbing, but that's all right. Now, you... Uh, probably, probably 22, 22 years in Auckland. That. Probably 22 years in Auckland. <laughs> that's all right. Hey, well, there's just... Come on, pump the brakes. Mike, you're a proud Taranaki man, obviously. You've got Barrett's at three separate franchises. You've got Taranaki players scattered across the franchises. Who do you root for in Super Rugby? Are you confused as well? <laughs> well, now I've got to say the Chiefs for a shareholder in the Chiefs. So I'm <laughs> changing my hat again. But um, I'd just like to say Kempe's club is, uh, well, his rugby club here, Clifton's going pretty bloody well at the moment. Yeah. Um, out there, they're leading the comp, and uh, Coops is doing a great job with them. And, and um, his old mate Doc Van Praa is getting a bit chirpy early in the season. <laughs> saying, uh, how well they Wouldn't that be hard to listen to? Oh, it's very hard to listen to, yeah. And I think even uh, that other fellow Sherrick is, um, is hanging out there giving horse tips as well at the bar at the moment. He's feeling pretty cocky. <laughs> yeah, well, they're flying to be honest, Mike. You, you obviously had a, you, you had a. Uh, you, I'm sure you've you've been involved with a horse or two in, in your time, mate. Being a good New Zealander, so you know what they're like. All trainers think that they're going to win, and then you don't really get the apologies when they lose, do you? <laughs> no, it's all part of the game, isn't it? Yeah, like uh, certainly um, we we've sort of had a little dabble in just a play, I suppose, with a couple of horses. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I love the. I love talking to trainers. They've helped on a start, they? <laughs> they uh, if, if Kempe's confused, I don't know what trainers are, horse trainers are. I appreciate you taking the call this morning, Mike, and um, yeah, good luck for everything you're going to achieve. And I know you will with Taranaki Rugby and in this tenure. Uh, look, it's a it's a busy time, a big time to be a CEO looking after one of these provincial unions, but I think you'll agree it's extremely exciting. So all the best, and I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Yeah, thanks, guys. Lovely to talk, and uh, go well. 
beautiful stuff. Mike Good Sandal, work, Mike. Uh, one of the great Kiwis, looked after the Black Caps in a managerial role for, I think, a decade. Baz speaks so highly of him, um, really just brought a bit of leadership and stability in there. A lot of the guys speak highly of him, left to do something that he was truly passionate about, which is give back to his community, Kempe, and he's saying the right things about how they move forward with collaboration. Oh, you know, refreshing. Just I can I can only say, um, and Mike would understand this from from my perspective, being a, a, a true um, an out and right rugby league supporter in Taranaki, to have someone say, you know, let's sit down and talk about how we can all move together, um, move forward together, is truly a breath of fresh air. So I'm looking forward to going down and catching up with Mike. I'll be giving him a call, having a beer, and, uh, you know, working, working really hard to bring all of our whānau together, whether they're playing rugby league or rugby union. And go the Chiefs, Kempe, there you go, some leadership. Well, he's got to say the Chiefs because that's the franchise. 20... Taranaki sent him to the Chiefs. They used to send him to the Hurricanes. He is confused. He's more knew. confused than me. Of course he's confused. That's what... I was being a bit of a smart-ass. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at Repco. Service.com.